Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, Olympic medalist in the women's 200 IM. You know her, you love her, NCAA champion, joining us from Charlottesville. We're, today, we're sitting down with Alex Walsh. Hi, how are you? things that you you get to have a pseudo normal college experience finally um how are you feeling yesterday was was your first real uva practice right yeah it was yeah i feel it feels awesome to be back um that like i just remember coming here last year and i was really excited obviously but with all the um restrictions it was kind of a little bit of bummer and not having those anymore um the the energy going into this season is it's unmatched and it's really awesome and I've just been really getting to enjoy um every second that I am getting to experience with my teammates still so yeah I'm really excited I can't you guys put on such a dominant NCAA performance last year the energy this year is unmatched I'm a little I'm I'm shaking in my boots already that's you're nervous yeah it's a little intimidating (laughs) we're yeah we like we're heading full force into this season um like we've had a couple team meetings already um and we've had a couple just like girls team team meetings as well um but yeah like we it's gonna we know that it's gonna be really competitive this year and um NCAAs is gonna be uh definitely more of a tight battle between a lot of different collegiate teams but um I think the first years are, have been so far a great addition to the team. Um, obviously my sister is in that class and, um, I'm really excited to see what they're going to accomplish. And, um, I mean, I know what the girls that I was playing with last year, um, are capable of doing. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens this season, but we still, we have a long way to get there. We've got a long way. We've got some time. Yeah. How, how was yesterday's first practice? Oh, it was fun. Um, I mean, yeah, I, we lifted in the morning and then swam in the evening and, um, yeah, we, we did a lot of, first we started off with some 25s, like doing, practicing our streamlines. Um, and I really appreciate that right now, just because I know that that will be very short lived and soon it's going to be a really grueling couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's really fun. I think the energy on the first day is always really exciting. People are just like getting really jittery and anxious and stuff, but yeah, it was good. It was a nice little first day. Yeah. I know for me personally, which I am probably about 3% of the athlete that you are, uh, getting into lifting, (laughs) getting into lifting after a while is, is, yeah. is, can be more painful than swimming. Do you guys kind of ease back into lifting or, or do you get pretty sore from that? Yeah. Um, actually we probably ease more into the swimming than we do with the lifting. Um, which for me is kind of more difficult because I would say I'm not the best. I'm definitely not near the best weightlifter, um, on our team. I got a long way to go in terms of weight. I made a lot of progress last year. Like my first year was kind of the first time that I was starting to get really intense in the weight room. So, um, I would say I've come a long way, but still got a long way to go, but yeah, like 
our weight coach was like, all right, we're getting right into it. Like no breaks. We're, we're going. And I was like, yeah, so I'm really sore right now. And like, we, I lifted a couple of times last week, uh, still feeling the repercussions from that, but yeah. Do you have a, do you have a favorite lift or a lift where you feel like you excel? Um, I personally like bench pressing the best because I think my arms are like a lot stronger than my legs. And yeah, I can tell you my, my worst lift is power cleans. I'm really bad at those. Just, I think I'm just too tall. Like it just takes a lot for me to get that bar up. But like I've said, <laughs> I mean, I'm getting a lot better. So hopefully they won't be my least favorite for that much longer. But yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. So, so UVA training is going well. First day is completed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's back it up. You had, you had a big summer. You had such a big summer. You couldn't even furnish your apartment this no, year. could not furnish it. <laughs> your, your computer's on a stack of books instead of a desk right now, which yep. I think is great. That's, that's how I roll. Uh, yeah. it's a desk anyway. <laughs> I mean, my, yeah, my rug came in last week. Um, really pulled the place together so <laughs> yeah it was a really big summer uh <laughs> I love that tie tying the room together with the rug yeah sorry we're getting <laughs> off topic um you, you're heading into Olympic trials what events were you planning on swimming at Olympic trials heading in did you even have an idea of what events you would swim yeah um I obviously uh I just feel like trials is like a really different meet than most nationals. I mean, everyone knows that, but like I wasn't going in wanting to swim every event that I had qualified for just cause I was like, the main goal was just to make the team and the best shot that I had that in was the tuner I am. So um, I remember sitting down with Todd and we kind of made a plan um, like my race schedule um, with just the big days being the Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm pretty sure where the tuner I am um and so yeah I knew I was just going to prioritize that but I kind of wanted to do I swam the 100 back prelims um just to kind of like you know get a sense of the atmosphere um and get kind of like the pre-race jitters out um which kind of worked not really I was still really nervous for the tune I am but uh yeah and then after I made the team I scratched the rest of the meat um (laughs) Because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, um, yeah, I didn't want to race anymore. I was really happy with how I swam. So, yeah, I only swam like two events, like not even like one and a half events. But yeah. I love that. Just make the team and I'm out. Yeah, I was done. <laughs> uh, so that I, I find that interesting. Um, obviously, well, maybe this isn't obvious. I don't know if everyone knows this. Pan American Games 2019, you're three-time gold medalist in in the 200 IM, in the 200 backstroke, and in the 4x2 relay. Did were, was was the 200 free and or the 200 back on your radar at all? Um yeah, it was. I um okay, yeah. So like I my coach um was throwing around Blair Bachman, I trained with her like all, um, all both semesters. Um, and in heading into trials, I kind of switched more and trained with Todd. But Blair and I were talking, and she was like, I really think you should swim the 200 free. 
um, because I did really well at NCs as well. I went the best time. I dropped like two seconds. So um, that was definitely on the radar, but just with the way that trials, the schedule worked out, I didn't want to um, sacrifice the tuner I am. So I chose to opt out of the tuner free. And then, um, yeah, I knew like tuner back is after the two I am. So I definitely could have swam that if I wanted. Um, but I kind of have like a really weird relationship with the tuner backstroke. Um, like I really have to be in the mood to swim it and like really want to swim it in order to kind of do well. And like, I've struggled with swimming that event in the past just because it's very painful. And I think I'm like a little bit traumatized from it, but um, yeah, I just, I like wanted to scratch it. I didn't feel like it was worth it to swim it, but um, I definitely love, I do like swimming at short course. So I think I'll be swimming it at um, ACCs or NCs or who knows what I'll be swimming this season. But um, yeah, I mean, you'll see me swimming two back at short course for sure. Here's the thing. I could have swam the tuner back, but I didn't want to. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I just was like, I honestly don't need to swim it. It will not bring me any more fulfillment than I've already um, gotten. So I was like, I'm going to pass. Um, it, it pained me so much to see that the 200 IM and the 200 free for women were on the same day. I know. Honestly, that really surprised me. I feel like that lines up with like, a lot of people swim both. I don't know. It was weird. And it's, I guess, maybe not so much individually, right? But for that for that relay spot, it really mm-hmm. hurt a lot of people who who seemingly would have swam both. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, obviously, you made a great decision. You made it in the 200 IM. But I am curious as to the reasoning, just because obviously six spots in the 200 free or potentially six spots in the 200 free versus two spots in the 200 IM, mm-hmm. how, how did you, you know, grapple with that math and ultimately land on the 200 IM? Yeah, um, it was, I kind of like knew, and I just felt like I had a better shot at making it in the 200 IM. Obviously, you're right, like the stakes are a lot higher just because there aren't as many positions um, just from that individual event, but like, I had spent the whole, I mean, the past like two years of my life just training for the 200 IM. And I kind of just wanted to see that through and give everything I had. And like, even if I hadn't have made it in the 200 IM, I don't think I would have regretted the decision of opting out of the 200 freestyle just because of the amount of work that I dedicated to only that one event. Um, Going forward, I think that I will definitely try to swim the 200 free at like the world champ trials and obviously like Olympic trials. Um, so, and I hope that like my schedule will allow me to do that just because I think that this year my freestyle and specifically my endurance freestyle has just really, um, taken off. So I, yeah, compared to where I was in 2019 on that four by 200 freestyle relay, I think, um, I could probably go faster than that. I'm pretty sure I can go faster than that. I hope so. Um, and I think that would like put me in a really good contention for doing well in that event. I don't know. Well, I, I hope to swim it. I actually really like the tuner freestyle. Uh, I've, I've been to Blair's workouts. <laughs> I don't envy you. So, I, I, <laughs> but I do believe you. 
that yeah. <laughs> that you're you're in good aerobic shape, especially for the 200 long course free. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, so you make that decision. You swim the 200 IM, prelim semis, yada yada. You make it through, but that final. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah, that final. <clears throat> that was crazy. Uh, ner- um, ner- your nerves going in. Can you start with that? Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to take you back to semis because really my nerves were a lot higher for semis than they were for finals. I think like I remember um, the before that evening, before I headed out to the pool, like I was a nervous wreck. Like I was crying in my room. Like I was just freaking out. And like, I just, my dad came up to me and he was like, he tried to console me and everything. And I was just like venting. I was, I think I was so worried about putting myself in a position where I was going to be confident for tomorrow night. Like I was worried, like, I didn't want to, I wanted to be like top three and I was just placing like going into tomorrow or the next night. And I was placing so much pressure on myself to put myself in a good position for finals. And that's like what made me just really start to freak out. Um, and I remember my dad like comes up to me, he's like, why are you upset? And I was like, uh, what? Like, obviously I think the context is pretty clear. And he was like, <laughs> this is your event. Like, he's like, you, are, like ever since you were like 12 years old, like you love the 100 IM, like you are an IMer. Um, and he really helped me just like, believe myself kind of heading those couple hours heading in um before semis and then I went the best time and I think honestly like setting myself up was so crucial for how for making the team which is how the finals ended up working out um like I was just I like obviously I was like on top of the world after the best time like breaking two and nine for the first time um and then yeah going into finals um I mean, I was nervous. I was, I was definitely nervous, but I wasn't as nervous for semis. And um, kind of like when you walk out, um, when they say your name, like I remember when I was walking out and I could see my face on the Jumbotron and I was like, okay, like, let's go. <laughs> like, I was kind of like, I just really had to zone in and like, I just really had to let my confidence spike in that one moment. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, Todd was like, just leave it all you have in the pool, like swim it and have no regrets. And I took it out. Like I've never taken out that race before in my life. Like I sent it on the backstroke. I split a 31. I've never split a 31 in the backstroke before. Um, and then obviously that freestyle was so close. Um, but I just remember like putting my head down and like, I knew Kate was going to be charging. Um, and like, I don't even remember, like, I feel like I lost like consciousness in the last 15, but it was so painful. And, um, I'm just, I can't even, sometimes I like watch the race and I'm convinced that like, I didn't, like I got third. I'm like, how is this possible? But I finish, I just watch it. And I'm still like, so just like shocked by it. Um, but yeah, I just remember like making the team and seeing one next to my name and I like everything. I was just like, so it was just so crazy in that moment. And then seeing Kate that Kate had made it also was just like made it that much more special. But yeah, it was a really stressful, it was very stressful. That whole, that was like, what is it? Like 48 hours or something. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> that sounds like such a roller coaster, which yeah. I think is very indicative of that meet. 
it's mm. it's such an up and down meet um you know as 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 we already talked about you made the team and then you're just like nope done i don't i don't need to yeah do i was like i don't need anymore. to put myself through any more stress <laughs> um to give our listeners a little bit of context you were you were the fastest split in the field on the backstroke in the 200 IM final by nearly a second and you were the slowest split <laughs> in the freestyle yeah I think almost I split half a 32 second. on the freestyle <laughs> like oh my gosh yeah I, I did not swim that race as smart as I probably should have but like I really had no regrets I was like I actually gave it everything I had I like this is really gross, but like I throw up after my races a lot and I was over the trash can for like 30 minutes after that race. And Todd took like the funniest picture of me just like sitting there. And yeah, it was just so much like all my friends. I remember seeing like Emma making it and like a bunch of other people making it and they got all these cute little videos of like running to see their friends after. Yeah. I didn't get that. I was over the trash can and it was very, anti-climatic for all my friends when I finally walked out and I probably looked like a zombie like yeah it's funny hey guys yeah (laughs) actually that was me I remember I remember at uh at trials I was walking down to the to the to the uh conference room and I and I saw you see you over the trash can with Todd standing I was like glad she made the team yeah I know I, yeah, I remember giving you a little thumbs up and then <laughs> mosey on Oh, back. my gosh. That's really funny. I didn't know you were there. I, well, you know, it's like, I hope she's okay. But then, obviously, you came you came to the press conference after. You seemed okay. I was like, all yeah. right, cool. Um, yeah, so, so that was trials. Uh, and then you get to go home for a week. Uh, mm-hmm. To Did you go to Nashville for that week in between? Uh, yeah, I went to Charlottesville for, I think – like two days not even uh and then I had like I got all my stuff I had packed before trials just in case I made the team and like I just took all my stuff and went home for like five days so yeah I was in Charlottesville for just a brief period of time and and then uh you, you go home and then you go to the Olympic training camp which I think we can rename the UVA training camp yes yeah that's how i'm feeling yeah we were all in a group together you guys had five uva girls uh all all training together um Mm -hmm. i think claire curzan got thrown in with you guys some days as well yeah Um, she was so so how yeah how did how did things in hawaii go for you all i'm guessing the energy was pretty good yeah yeah it was good hawaii was really fun like it was just so beautiful so you really can't complain when you're swimming outside and it's like sunny and everything um yeah I like the the first day I remember like kind of feeling a little bit nervous because I was like oh my gosh like so you kind of when you're like obviously this is like my first um it was my first a national team and it's the Olympics too like I was you know sometimes you feel like you don't really belong um but I think it helped like having when the team was like so much younger and like I was kind of part of that group um, having all my friends be there with us and like training with them, that really helped, um, kind of create like a sense of belonging for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I didn't swim that I swam like a little bit when I was back in Nashville, but really like, we were like, all right, let's get back in shape, like as fast as possible. So it was just, yeah, 
we grinded for two weeks, but it was really fun. And I would say it definitely like my favorite was when we had like our like whole combined like girls teams practices. Those were fun um, to do together. But yeah, it was it was great. What whole combined girls team practices is in all the UVA girls, all the USA girls. What, what was that like, like? All the USA girls. I think we had a couple of those and those. Yeah, I just like I really liked the girls team. They were really fun to be with. Was there, was there a standout set for you? Yeah, there was, but not like, a, like, so one of the days I went with um, Greg and a bunch of Stanford girls. And um, I think like Ryan uh, and Phoebe were there too. And we did like an endurance I am set and I went in and I was like, all right, endurance I am like, this is my thing. Um <laughs> maybe it was just an off day or maybe I was just really not feeling it but I we were doing like like 300s or 200s I am like whatever I don't know so bad and I just remember like totally not doing well on that set and like Phoebe (laughs) I was in a lane with Phoebe and she was like you sure you don't want to go and I was like no 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 you got it like you got it and it was just really funny um I think that was like the day that honestly helped me like get like really push myself even though I didn't do that well and like I kind of really like forced myself to get back into like the groove of everything and really um challenge myself so you know even the bad days had good parts to them but yeah I remember that one and like really struggling that day um but I think it helped me you know two weeks down the road so I ended up working out yeah I mean I the like you said, some days you just got to grind it through and then, and then be- yeah. boom, you're in shape. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've seen Greg's <laughs> I am workouts. Yeah. It was hard. Oh yeah. Like Brooke was with us and everything. And she was like, yep. Like this is what we <laughs> do all the time. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is my life. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so Hawaii goes well. Um, it's, mm. it sounds like uh, obviously coming out of it, something worked. Um, and then, you know, just getting to the Olympic village, uh, was, was that an experience in and of itself of just really getting to be there and being like, okay, I'm here at the Olympics. Yeah. The whole process was it, I mean, it was a really long process and like, obviously like our flight got delayed and everything, like it was pretty chaotic. Um, but yeah, I just remember like getting to the village and, I don't know. I mean, I felt like I was just like some, like my eyes were just so wide, like just trying to absorb everything. I didn't really know what to expect um, going to Tokyo. Uh, so I really just was like, I, I probably had like my mouth open the whole time. I was just like, okay, like trying to absorb everything as fast as I could. Um, but once we got to, well, I guess we like didn't really, we didn't immediately go to the village. We stayed in a hotel first. Um, so I think that kind of helped like us acclimate to being in Tokyo. And then we moved into the village and like started training at the Olympic pool. Um, and that was really cool. I remember like walking into the pool the first time and like seeing um, the stands and um, like the rings were just everywhere. And like, that was really surreal. Um, but yeah, I mean, like once we got there, like it was go time. Like I, it was, yeah, it felt weird being in Hawaii. I was like, I can't believe I'm going to race at the Olympics in like two weeks. And then getting there, finally, um, you get more, a little bit more focused. Um, so yeah, I kind of had to do that. Like just 
make sure that I was doing everything I could to prepare for my race. That was in like a week or so. I think I had, yeah. Um, I'm, like you said earlier, it was a young team and it was nice to be a part of that, you know, first timers group, uh, mm. especially with the UVA girls, you know, again, there are five of you from Charlottesville and it was all your first Olympics. Was, was it helpful to be in that same boat with all the first timers of just, okay, the, the lights are on, the eyes are wide and then, okay, now it's time to refocus. Yeah. It, yeah. I, it definitely, we were kind of just like a group of like rookies and being a part of that group made it just a lot um, more comforting to know that you weren't the only person that was confused or lost or anything like that. Um, but luckily for us, I mean, the group of vets that we had, they were absolutely amazing. Like they were totally like included us on everything, made sure that we, um, you know, weren't getting lost or like confused and stuff like they um, were so helpful and constantly were reminding us that if we needed help to come to them. Um, so they were a great outlet to have just to, if, for me, like I loved being in Hawaii and getting to hear all their stories. That was one of my favorite parts of this summer. Um, and yeah, so just like having, being able to lean on them if like I needed something was, um, that made the transition a lot easier, I think. Well, you know, if you were going to give a, a now Olympic rookie advice on just when you first get there and adapting to the Olympic environment, what would you tell them? Um, I guess I would say like to like, for me, something that was really hard was learning how to just focus on myself and also um, make sure that I was prioritizing things that I like making sure that I was doing what I knew that I needed to do. And because sometimes like when you have such a big team like that, and there's like a lot of coaches stuff, but sometimes you can get like lost a little bit just in practice and everything. Like I, um, especially when you get to the meet and you kind of like everything becomes a little bit more, like you get to Tokyo, everything becomes a little bit more individualized, like, um, really making sure that I was doing everything like everything for me you know like kind of being just like they would tell us all the time like keep doing what you've always been doing because that's the reason that you got here um and I like it took me a little bit to learn how to do that but I would definitely reiterate that and then also um yeah like make sure not to lose focus like it because it was really easy to sometimes like get lost in the amount of time that was going by and everything but um just kind of like remaining in that kind of race mode. That's, that's great advice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, having, having never been to Olympics, I feel like I'm ready now. Cool. As, okay. Yeah. As, <laughs> as a rookie. Do, do you feel like it was easier just having one event to focus on at a big meet like that? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think like, yeah. Cause I knew like, I just kind of timed everything to a T of when I was going to be doing that Olympic final. Um, I think for people, yeah, I know a lot of people had like, for instance, like the hundred butterflyers, like they swam the first day and then some of them didn't like, I think like Claire and Tori swam on like the last day in the relay or something like that would have made things a lot harder. Um, so 
yeah, I think swimming just one event for me, especially my first time at the Olympics was, was the perfect setup. Yeah. Have in, in the last four years, four or five years, have you ever missed a taper or have you ever gone to a championship meet and, uh, and been like, Oh, I don't think I performed that well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Like, um, in my senior year of high school at our, um, short course, like March meet. So this was right before COVID like took, took over. Um, I did not swim very as fast as I went. I like had huge expectations for myself going into that season. Um, cause I just come off like draw, like, I think I went like 153 the year before in the two am and I was like, I want to go like really fast. And then I did not go fast in like any of my events. And I just remember like, that was a real turning point for me, um, in terms of like approaching meets and like approaching taper. Cause I, I don't like, I, it's very fuzzy now. Cause it was just a long time ago, but something was definitely like different, um, so yeah, I would say me and my coaches like learned a lot from that meet, but I mean, there've been other instances where I just felt like I wasn't like, um, fully rested, like going into a meet. Um, but yeah, I think like I, and I had a conversation with my coaches like before trials and the Olympics, like with Todd and Blair. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, like, I really feel like I need more rest, um, than I had normally gotten. So um, yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say now, like I wouldn't, I mean, no one, I don't think ever knows like what the perfect taper is, but I would say this summer was a really good indicator at what I need. That's going to yield the best results, which I'm very happy with. It's, it seems like a great thing to know, to, yeah. <laughs> to know what works for you in the resting period. And obviously mm-hmm. that trials Olympics double taper, um, I don't, to me, that seems like a huge puzzle, but obviously team USA, you know, knows, knows what they're doing with that. Yeah. Did you, yeah. did you taper in a similar way? Do you feel heading into the trials and the games? Yes. Yeah. I would say I, yeah, definitely. Okay. It was, yeah. I mean, I fully rested for trials. Um, I think like the break is like, it, it was kind of like ACC's NC's, um, but a little bit longer of a break, which I think was key and just making sure that I was like I had like fully peaked back to like being in shape and everything and having my endurance and stuff back um and then re-resting um but yeah I mean I think being a collegiate athlete and then having having that double taper earlier in the year it'll help me like see what I needed to do in going into the summer absolutely and so, so then you get to the games you have your one event uh prelim semis how, can you take me through that process? How do you feel like that went, especially knowing kind of what to expect in that process from trials of the prelim semis finals? Yeah. Um, I would say like the main difference between competing at trials and then competing at the Olympics is like, for me, I like to kind of like, it's really easy to gauge how the race is going to go when I'm competing um, just with, Americans because like I've raced these girls like my whole life um so I would say that was one that was like a big hurdle for me um competing you know on the biggest international stage is like I didn't really know like 
I didn't really know how the other girls were going to swim in. I didn't know if that was going to affect me and anything. Um, so I kind of had to like, I really learned how to swim my own race at the Olympics. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of, that kind of made me like really nervous just cause I didn't really know like what, like I, I feel like at trials, I kind of had an idea of like what I needed to go at every stage to qualify and then make the team. Um, and then here I was just like, I don't know what to do. And that made me really nervous, like, especially for prelims and semis. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that having three sub 210 swims over the course of 36 hours is like, I'm very proud of myself. I think that was exactly what I needed to do. Um, and obviously, yeah, I was really nervous. People uh, like going into the games, people were like, oh, you won't be as nervous as trials. Like trials is a pressure cooker. They do that on purpose. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> really nervous for the Olympics because like you just kind of like, especially when you're one of the first, when you, when you're not one of the first events, like I was in the middle of the games and you see everyone meddling and you're like, I want to medal. Like, yeah, I found myself just getting really caught up in like, seeing people medal and like how they got all these Instagram followers and I was like so caught up in the fame and stuff that like and I just really like I remember the night before finals um and I called my parents again and like I just I really had to like tell like convince myself like I didn't need like that doesn't really matter like it was so short-lived like it doesn't matter um and I think like yeah, for me, this summer was a lot of like mental growth. And I think that came with the fact that I was put in these like high stress situations where um, like I was had to perform at my best. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was just like I had this real like mental shift this summer, um, which I think will be a good thing heading into the future. But yeah, I like had to kind of get my mind out of like the obsession with like wanting to you know like get all this clout or whatever um and I realized like being there that the only thing that really mattered was that I was just going to do my best and like try to represent my country um as well as I could and I remember I was so like tired of being nervous I was just like I'm so sick of feeling nervous like I want to just feel like excited and happy and so yeah like before finals um sitting in the ready room I mean, the nerves are there for sure. But I remember like walking out when they call your name and I was like, oh my God, I've swam this race a thousand times. Like I know what to do. I was like, and I think I was like mouthing stuff to myself. I was like, oh God, I hope the camera's not on me. Like I'm like trying to like, you know, like talk myself up and stuff. And I just remember getting in the blocks and thinking like, you know exactly what to do. Um, and I really like had the race of my life. Like I normally like I die on the freestyle and like the breaststroke is really painful but like in finals I remember swimming the breaststroke and I felt so strong and I was just like like I did not feel fatigued and I like that made me so excited to keep swimming and like keep racing um and like that never had happened before I don't know it was such like a moment of clarity for me it, it's like so cheesy but it just like happened and it was so awesome like I just remember feeling so strong and so fast on the breaststroke and like that made me so excited to do the freestyle and like yeah it was just an awesome race and then like seeing that I medaled and then Kate medaled um it was just so cool and like that was just such an awesome race I just felt like this summer I was just like I was such a good racer and like that's what I needed to be um 
and I had like in previous summers, I've always like found myself, I had like a lot of confidence issues with like being a good racer and like to have that finally come to fruition, like at the perfect timing was just like, I don't know. I just like my career. I just, I'm so excited. And like, I'm just so happy with how it panned out, but yeah, that's kind of, sorry. That was like such a long thing, but it was just so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, it seems like you had these moments where, as you said, you were really nervous and uh, there's a lot of outside noise going on and you kind of had to hone in and find yourself emotionally and and, and Mm -hmm. focus back. And I'm that that seems like really good practice for for racing and your swimming and your career and obviously just in life um, moving forward and that's really cool that you were able to have those moments uh, where you were able to find yourself and, and mm. get that focus back. Yeah. And then yeah. win a silver medal. Yeah. <laughs> I like didn't even know. I didn't even realize how close the race was. I remember I watched the finish and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I was in first. But then I was like, no, like whatever. I mean, I was so happy with how I swam and like to be able to drop even more from trials. That's all I really wanted. Um, and so just to have that goal happen and then like obviously a lifelong dream of getting a medal um, is just a cherry on top. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm uh, maybe you can shed some light on this. It seemed like a, as a whole uh, team USA and, and people at the Olympics period were really able to celebrate medals at this Olympic games versus gold medals. Um, it was, mm-hmm. it was super cool just seeing, people get really excited about silver and bronzes and, and really recognize and make it known in public. Like, Hey, this is a really big accomplishment. It doesn't just have to be gold or else it's like a failure or it's not, it doesn't live up to some expectation. It's like, I, I did my best and I performed and I get this medal of any color and it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like the notation or the notion that like, gold or nothing like that's so silly it's like you're at the olympics like and it's like the process of even getting to the olympics is so difficult but a lot of people like um obviously don't really like see that happening um so i think like yeah the mentality for us as a team um and i think like the context of covid happening also just like made every accomplishment worth celebrating no matter like no matter, I mean, metal, no metal, gold, silver, bronze, it didn't matter. Like this was just like, like for everyone kind of like showing how our perseverance through this really tough time um, has worked off or has paid off, I guess. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think like everything, every swim should have been, every swim definitely was celebrated and deserved to be celebrated um, for that reason. So, so then with, with this, with this swim, uh, at your Olympics, you, you got the Instagram followers, <laughs> you got the notoriety, uh, one side in particular, sussy swim news, you've become, <laughs> you've become the sussy swim news, darling. I think, uh, the, they're big fans of yours. What do you think of sussy swim news? Um, Wow. I mean, I really appreciate the support. I think (laughs) I actually laughed really hard at that thing that like when they put that video of me and Kate, like 
doing like that after our race. I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate their content. I think they have some good stuff. And obviously I'm very humbled that they, um, that they don't roast me and actually they like praise me. So I'm just happy to not be, yeah, be roasted. <laughs> that, yeah, fair enough. That's uh it's a good day when you're not roasted, I guess. Yeah, it is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Alex, it's, it's been so great talking to you. Um, thank yeah. you for, for sharing your experiences this summer. It sounds like it was a big one for you. Uh, any, any thoughts moving forward? We, we've covered the UVA. We obviously, I think we can uh, guess what, you, what some of UVA's goals are moving forward, but um, what excites you about just the next couple months uh, moving into this season with, with, uh, with Virginia? Um, I, I mean, I'm personally, I'm really excited to get back to short course because um, it's just been like such, so for so long, we were so long course oriented. Um, I'm just really excited to get back to short course. I think it's like, I don't know, I think short course races are really fun. Um, and more than anything, I'm just excited to get back or to start doing like dual meets where like, the, you know, the restrictions are lessened and we can have more people in the stands and the energy. Um, it's just a lot. It's just like heightened at these domains. Cause I think that's what UVA does such a good job as like, we have so much excitement for no matter what meet it is, it could be like a little, um, you know, like a blue and orange meet or like whatever, like it doesn't matter. We have so much excitement for everything. It's a little bit overwhelming, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to like, cause we did a good job at that last year, um, given the circumstances, but I think this year it's just going to be a lot more fun. That's, that's what I'm most excited about. I'm excited for that too. Uh, well, again, thank you for taking the time, Alex. It's, it's been great talking with you. You've been listening to the swim swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.